This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. I don't even know how to describe this matchup, honestly. One of the banes of the Packers' existence for the last couple seasons. Packers going away to Raymond James Stadium, taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for week three. There's a lot to talk about because I think there's a lot in flux on both sides and uh, we'll break it all down on this show. But Perry, let's get started. How are you feeling? I'm good. This game always gives me nightmares because it doesn't matter what weapons are around Tom Brady. He could have Hall of Famers or he could have practice squad guys. And I still feel like I always give him the nod in games against the Packers. So we'll dive into who he's going to have and who he's missing more importantly. But at the end of the day, it's just, it's Tom Brady. Yeah. And I mean, I, I get, I, I totally agree to a certain extent, but I also feel like Tom Brady just in and of himself is so overhyped. Like Tom Brady's got one of the best defenses in the league right now. And we're going to talk about it because this defense is insane. Mm -hmm. And yes, obviously he is making do with a lot of his offense being injured, which we will also talk about in a little bit. But, you know, he also has not played the best through two weeks. And the Packers are going to have opportunities. For sure. Yeah. I mean, where do you want to start first? I think we've been saying this every time the Packers play, but I think the key to stopping any kind of Bucks offense is always just getting to Brady. He's been better actually the last couple of years under pressure. Um, I think he had one of the highest QBRs while pressured last season, but um, instead of just pressuring him, just bring him down. I think this pass rush is going to have to be as dominant as it can be to stop this offense, especially because they're going to be missing Mike Evans. Um, Chris Godwin is questionable. Julio Jones is questionable. Their left tackle Donovan Smith is questionable. Leonard Fournette is questionable. Russell Gage is questionable. So you're, you've got like basically the entire starting bucks offense um, as a big question mark. If they're playing, we know for a fact, obviously that Mike Evans is not, which is huge losing the wide receiver one. So I think you get to Brady and he doesn't have his guys to throw to, then you're going to be able to stop this, this Bucks offense pretty easily. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of these guys will end up playing. Obviously Leonard Fournette is limited, but he, I don't think it's a question that he'll be playing. Um, the, the Chris Godwin stuff is big in Julio Jones because they were both did not participate at all on Wednesday. We're recording this obviously Thursday morning that could change uh, depending on what their availability is like the rest of the week. Um, but like Russell Gage, Brashad Perryman, Scotty Miller, you know, the three kind of backup depth pieces also all limited. I would expect all of them to play, but it is a very banged up receiving core. And they did of course, just add Cole Beasley um, to that locker room, elevated him from the practice squad. So yeah. So there's, I mean, there's just a lot of question marks for this offensive line. And I agree with you that I think the Packers, uh, the pass rush needs to be 
the best we've seen so far. I thought they did a really good job containing Justin Fields. We obviously know that Tom Brady isn't a scrambling quarterback. He's not the type of evasive, you know, scrambler that the Packers are going to see down the line quite a bit this season, but he still can make plays. And I mean, it's Tom Brady, you know, the guy's a hall of famer for a number of reasons. And if you give him any chance to get comfortable in the pocket, it could be a long day, regardless of who's catching the ball. Yeah. I think what Brady has that, young quarterbacks mobile quarterbacks don't have like the inverse of it is that he can read any defense tom brady has seen everything that the league has to throw at him and he can more often than not make the right decision to get the ball into the hands of his playmakers so while you know the packers were probably planning on setting up their plan to contain justin fields last week set the edge make sure there's no running lanes for him This week, it's all about, I think, just being where you need to be. I know that sounds really, might sound simple and dumb because you should be where you need to be every week, but you can't be missing assignments against Tom Brady. You can't be blowing coverages against Tom Brady. You have to be basically perfect in your defensive plan, and he still might get you. But I do think that the Packers have a chance if he's going to be missing pretty much all of his starting lineup on offense. Yeah, and I mean, this is an offensive line that kind of got depleted before the season started and then has continued to take hits even through the first two weeks of the season. So I think that's key. Tom Brady's taken three sacks so far this year, you know, in two games. And that's not, you know, that surprising. Three sacks isn't too many in two games. But I do think that there will be plenty of opportunities there if you can get him rattled because we know that that's where he wants to be is comfortable in the pocket and that's where he can do a lot of his damage. So I think the same way that the Packers had to cover, you know, for six, seven, eight seconds against Justin Fields because of his scrambling ability, the same is true of Tom Brady where he's not going to scramble, but if he's comfortable in the pocket, he's just going to stand there and he's going to take his opportunities to try and pick you apart. So the, the defense is going to have to be, you know, really kind of locked into where these wide receivers are going. And it's going to be up to the big guys up front, I think, to really generate some pressure and, and just force him into being uncomfortable and making mistakes. Because obviously we saw last week with Jair, if the ball is in the air for too long, these second, like these defenders know how to get in a position to make a play. And I think that's going to be one of the keys on Sunday is forcing some turnovers. Yep. Yeah, winning the turnover battle is going to be huge. I think just keeping Tom Brady off the field for as long as possible is going to be huge. I think this is going to be a really big opportunity for the inside linebackers as well. Like The one thing that the Packers didn't have the last time they played this team, they had a really great pass rush. They had this secondary, but they didn't have a Quay and a Devondre Campbell in the middle of the field to be able to kind of disrupt what Brady's seeing or maybe go and attack in that middle of the defense and – Um, I think this is going to be a big opportunity for those two to stop whatever it is the Bucs are going to be able to do on offense. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. I am curious, and it is going to completely depend on who plays for this Buccaneers offense, but are they going to lean more 
on this run game because the Packers have shown, you know, maybe they can't exactly stop the run as well as they could last season so far in two games are, or are they just going to try to gash this secondary? Like I'm very curious about what the Bucks' plan is going to be going into this against the Packers defense. Yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, obviously Leonard Fournette tweeted himself that the touchdowns are coming. He hasn't found the end zone yet this season, but 192 yards on the ground. And he's still, you know, making a role for himself as a pass catching back. He hasn't done that as much this season. It's only been two games, small sample size, but I believe last season he was like third in the NFL as far as running backs and, you know, receptions. I think he had 69 total catches. So that's a big area for me too, is, you know, that Brady is comfortable with him. And he's going to have plenty of opportunities as a receiver and as a runner, kind of the same way that we saw Aaron Jones against the Bears. You know, it's just, you know, you want to get the ball in your best player's hands. And there's a very good chance that Leonard Fournette is Tom Brady's best weapon on Sunday. So, you know, I think the Quay Walker and the Devondre Campbell picks are huge because, you know, we saw what David Montgomery was able to do. And that game never really felt like it was out of reach. You know, it felt like the Packers always had that one in the bag and the bucks aren't going to have that, you know, it's not going to feel that same way. I think the bucks are going to be a much closer game and you can't afford to let Leonard Fournette really start rushing and accumulating the yards and, you know, time of possession, all that stuff is going to matter so much more, especially away at Raymond James. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.